Welcome back. Good morning, everyone. Yes, welcome back, everybody, to the Fancy Football Podcast Week 12 Turkey Day with my main man, Mr. Miller. What's going on, Dom? Hey, how you doing, man? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to you and to all of our listeners. Let's just jump right into it, man. Let's go. First game of the week. Houston Texans traveling up to Detroit to play the Lions. Dom, which side mm-hmm. do you like? Jumping right into it, man. Turkey Day is always good. Look, I feel great about this one. I really do. I expect the Texans to come out and, and be firing on all cylinders. So many similarities between Little New England, a.k.a. the Detroit Lions, and Houston just playing New England last week, I think this is going to be awesome for Deshaun Watson and company. I like the Texans to win 30-22. to 22. I still like the Lions to be able to move the ball. But Deshaun threw for over 300 last week. I think he had three total touchdowns, one rushing. And I expect him to be on par with that, if not better, this week. I mean, Brandon Cooks is making plays. Will Fuller is making plays. Lions, they're going to line up in man coverage. And they don't get too, too many sacks. I believe they only have 13 on the year, if if my memory serves me correctly. So um, should be a clean pocket for, for Watson and uh, fun fun game to watch. I think this will have um, some good points. I do too, Dom. Uh, great breakdown. I like a lot of points in this one as well. Uh, Kenny Galladay's not going to play. Um, Danny Amendola's not going to play for the for the Lions, for the Texans. Uh, Kenny Stills isn't going to play. Randall Cobb is on IR. Um, I just have a problem. I'm not. I can't pick Detroit. I want to pick Detroit so badly. I just can't pick them. It looks like DeAndre Swift's going to play. It looks like he's going to clear concussion protocol this morning. But I, I, I don't think that's enough. I really don't. I. The only thing is, is that both defenses are playing a little better in Detroit. Eileen has the better defense slightly, very mm-hmm. slightly. Both defenses are stopping the run a little bit better. So it's going to be a complete shootout. It's going to be throwing the ball. And, and since it's going to be completely throwing the ball, um, Deshaun Watson's got better weapons. I mean, Stafford has Marvin Jones Jr., which has been a complete disappointment this year. Marvin Hall, TJ Hawkinson, and DeAndre Swift. That's if DeAndre Swift plays. But even if DeAndre Swift plays... I really don't think it's enough. I really want to pick the Lions. They, Matt Patricia hasn't won on Thanksgiving. I still want to lean the Lions, but, man, it's really hard for me to call them. I have to go Houston here. I'm going to go – man, I, I, I just have a feeling that like Houston's going to get up and kind of just in cruise control. I actually don't think there's going to be a, a ton of points ton, like in, in the 30s. Um, I think on a short week, I think they just want to get out of there healthy, get get the lead and kind of milk the clock. I think they're going to have a chance to do that a little bit. I'm going to go Houston 27, Detroit 20. Okay. Now let's focus and shift our way to the big D. Dom, which one, which one of these two teams, Washington or Dallas in the, in the second game, final game of Thanksgiving? Yeah, unfortunately, the final game, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I'm going with the Cowboys here. I'm going with the Cowboys 29-22. I went back and I looked. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10 meetings against Washington. 
The last time Washington won on Thanksgiving against them was 2012, that RG3 game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, man, if we actually look at it, Dallas's last three games, they've been inspired. I mean, their last two games. That yeah. Pittsburgh game, this Minnesota game was a big one. Yeah. I kind of had a hunch that they were going to play, and they, they actually delivered. Yeah, they did. And that has me feeling much better than what the what Washington has been putting out lately. You know, I mean, they kind of barely got by Cincinnati. They barely got by them. You know, so uh, Zeke's running the ball better. They've got 360 yards of offense in their last two games. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um. I like I like Dallas twenty nine twenty two. I even have their defense um, coming to play and, and and making an impact. I don't know if they score if they you know have uh-huh. uh, quite a bit of uh, a number of turnovers or sacks, but I, I feel confident because I think Dallas is confident. I think they believe yeah. in each other. So yeah, it's a good pick. Um, but with the strength coach uh, passing away yesterday, they're gonna play. I don't. I don't know. It, it's it's such a quick. It's so many emotions. I don't. I don't think it was a super close loss to them, but it was still somebody in the organization that they saw every day. So I. Right. So I don't think it's gonna affect them that much. I mean, if it was a teammate or, or something like that. I mean, it, it would be like. I think it'd be too like a position coach. Yeah, even maybe someone like that. It might be too many emotions going through where like they can't even think straight. Um, but since it's just a strength coach, I think it. I think it's going to work in Dallas's favor. Um, I see more points in this game than I do the first game. Actually, um, Dallas's run defense has played a lot better. And if Alex Smith is throwing the ball a lot, I like Alex Smith throwing the ball a lot against this Dallas defense. The Dallas defense mm-hmm. can't stop uh, running backs out of the backfield catching the ball, and they can't stop wide receivers. And Anthony Brown, is he, I think he's going to play, but he's not going to be full uh, strength. They have cornerback issues in general. Um, I like a lot of points in this one. Uh, Washington hasn't been really able to stop the run really well. I think Zeke has his way today. They finally had that offensive line back that they didn't have in the first meeting. I like Ezekiel Elliott. I like Pollard to have really nice days. I like Dalton to be able to put up some points and yards as well. I've got 30 to 28 Dallas. Okay. So I did like the underdogs in these two games today, but just really thinking about it, in depth i i think washington has a lot better chance to win than detroit but uh, i'm going favorites here favorites on thanksgiving have been uh traditionally really well in the last uh 10 years i believe so yeah man that's the turkey day lineup right there that's it unfortunately and how do you feel e can i ask how you feel about your steelers yeah i i was thinking about i was like yeah you know what it's 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 probably the right thing to do and everything but then i saw the steeler players get upset and kind of voice their opinions and i mean this was gonna be the steelers mini bye week they were gonna play today and then they're probably gonna have the whole weekend off have like four or five days off when they didn't have their bye week because even during their alleged bye week they were practice practicing for like three days out of that so they they haven't had their bye week the players are really upset um you know let's just let's just jump right into this game on sunday uh, baltimore pittsburgh I'll, I'll just continue with it dom 
Um, okay. I think Pittsburgh's just going to throttle these boys. I got a drubbing alert. <laughs> mm. I got a complete drubbing alert. Why? But but on a side note, why do they start the game at one fifteen? That makes no sense. Just just started such a weird just time. just started at one o'clock with the rest of the games. I don't I have no idea what they're doing, man. Um, but yeah, regardless, Pittsburgh's going to be pissed. They are going to be pissed. And I don't think they're holding back. I think they keep Lamar in check. Um, Baltimore's run defense is going to be awful. If Pittsburgh's able to run the ball, it's just game over. They're going to put up 28, put it in cruise control. Small drubbing. I'll, I'll go 28-13 Pittsburgh over Baltimore. The month of November has been pretty bad for Baltimore. You know? Yeah. They came out the gate hot, but... Then you have, you know, the loss at home to Pittsburgh, a uh, win that looks better and better each week at Indy now. Mm-hmm. But then lose at New England, lose to Tennessee. That is not good. You've lost three of the last four, and you have your division rival on the road, and they're pissed off now. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. This could be a drubbing alert. This could be a 17, 20-point victory. I think the the Steelers had the right mindset. I love what I'm seeing after a, a, a what other people call, we didn't take the bait at all, a trap game. Yeah. I love that they were talking about we respect the Jaguars. We're fully focused. They came out. They played that way. Yeah, they did. I love that they're talking about matching Baltimore's intensity this week and their passion. And they're saying all the right things and doing all the right things. This, this Steelers defense, man, obviously we've talked about the run game struggling is Ben yeah. going to have that day where he's – but this defense, man, they have Lamar's number. They do. Let me tell you something else. Lamar has been, you know, what other people were starting to think. You know, I mean, some people – I think people were wishy-washy on him. You know, a lot of people wanted him to – or expected him to have another, you know, MVP caliber season. Now you look at the stats, he's only got one game where he's thrown for over 250 yards passing. Yeah. That is terrible. Yep. And and Pittsburgh understands that. I think they. I think that I'm with you, man. I am with you. I have my score here, 27 to 19. Even though I, it could be a drubbing, it could get ugly. Um, I'm gonna keep it a one possession game. Maybe maybe some garbage time right. or something. Right. But I like the Steelers. Yeah, I I do too. I do too, Dom. Um, let's let's keep the positive high energy. Yeah, let's go to the most exciting game of the week, Don. What's your most exciting game of the week? Most exciting game of the week. I'm going to Indianapolis, man. <laughs> they delivered last week. I had them uh, hosting the Packers. I wish I would have went with you and picked the upset. Hey, you know, or, um, Don, if it's okay if I if I cut in real quick, the night before and even Sunday. I changed my pick to the Packers because I saw oh. I saw Kevin King was playing. I don't know if he actually played because he, he he was a late injury person. Um, and I saw Jair Alexander was playing, Devontae Adams. Like, literally everybody was back on that defense. I was like, man, I was like, I think the Packers are going to win and maybe even easily. And I was like, Aaron Rodgers is going to throw on the Colts. Like, I just – I had his great hunches, and all of a sudden they were up like 28-7 or whatever it was. And I was like, wow. Right. I was like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. And then they just blew it. But, yeah, go ahead, man. 
they just blew it, man. That bothered me. But the Colts yeah. played exactly. I just I didn't think they would have enough, but they played with that passion throughout the game. <laughs> they played Colt football, even being down, like just to keep focus like that. That was pretty good. However, this game, I love this game, man. I really, really do. Yeah. The fact that they played two weeks ago, the fact that they both just got huge wins last week. I picked both of them to lose, and they both won. Mm-hmm. So they still have the same record. I mean, this to me, this is just like, man, let's go. They both of these two are just focused. Like, we gotta beat Indy. We gotta beat Tennessee. This game, oh man, I'm super excited for this one. I'm picking the Titans, 33 to 24. Look, it's getting that time. Derrick Henry already had over 100 yards uh, two weeks ago on him. Yeah, I expect that to happen again, man. They are just. You saw you saw the little uh, mic'd up portion of, of, of Vrabel, man. He's got he's got that team juiced up, man. He's got them juiced up after what happened last week. It was a real you know backyard neighborhood rival kind of game. This week, I think they keep that same intensity, man. 33-24. I like Big Hand to go over a hundred again. I like Corey Davis to give Indy some fits too. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great pick. I want to pick the Titans. Um, The Colts have some COVID issues. They got some injury issues, COVID issues. DeForest Buckner's not going to play this week. Um, He's on the COVID list. Danico Autry, also on the Colts' defensive line, he's not going to play this week. Um, Those are two big losses. They got everybody else pretty much healthy. The safeties look questionable, but I think they're going to play. Um, the offensive line has some questionable tags right now, but it's still early. It's only Thursday. Um, man, I'm I'm going. I, I just think the Titans are just so phony. I think they're one of the phoniest teams in the whole entire league. I really do. Um, I got the Colts winning this one. They're just the overall better team. They're going to play better on all three phases. They're really difficult. Since Frank Reich has gotten there, they're really difficult uh, to be beaten in the shoe or also a.k.a. at home. They call it the shoe. Um, Mm. I got Indy winning this. I got it. I got a lot closer than the first meeting. I got Indy winning this um, 28-26 Indy. Okay over the titans i like that it's it's going to be exciting it is going to be really exciting i mean the obvious most exciting game um we can't say that because that's our heavyweight bout game um so my route i'm gonna go kind of a weird game but i'm really excited about this one i got los angeles chargers at buffalo bills yep um and the thing people have to understand, this is this Chargers team, if you think of Herbert and you just think of him like like a young Peyton Manning, I mean that's really what this is. I mean, his numbers are lights out. I mean, he is legit. I mean, there's enough games. I mean, the first couple games you're like, oh yeah, he was just throwing like, you know, with confidence, like, no. This kid is right. legit. Yep. I am I think Chris Harris is gonna be back this week. I have not been high on Buffalo's defense. 
Man, I'm going to pick the upset here, Dom. I'm going to pick Whoa. the Chargers. I'm picking the Chargers. I got them coming in there. They finally got a win against the Jets. They almost let that one go. But I really believe they play hard every week, and everybody's healthy right now. Bosa and Ingram are, are, are healthy. They were healthy last week together. That was like the first time in like a couple weeks. Um. I got the Chargers going in there. I got points on the board in this one, baby. I got points. I got we're gonna go thirty-three thirty Chargers over the Bills. Bills in a letdown. Whoa. E, I'm right there with I'm you. I'm on one today, Dom. <laughs> I'm right there with you in this being a game with points. This is I had this uh being the highest scoring game. I am I'm with you with the excitement, like Beautiful sunny sky in Buffalo. I, I'm expecting the colors, you know, to match well. The, Buffalo. The, um, the, <laughs> the Chargers colors with the red and blue Buffalo. I think it'll be interesting to watch, you know, easy on the eyes. And then, yeah, points, 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 points. But I'm picking Buffalo, man. I think I'm picking the Bills 39 to 26. And I like Josh Allen and Herbert to duel it out. I definitely do. But I just like Josh Allen being um more of the dual threat herbert certainly is athletic enough um yeah i like that to carry buffalo a little bit more they're coming off to buy i think they're probably their mindset is probably like yo we just lost on a hail murray you know had the whole bye week to think about it but can we actually go play football now on the side you know um, i was just thinking these teams have been coming out flat after the bye just flat after the bye week i mean uh, if you if you look at pretty much every team coming coming off of their bye week um this mm-hmm. year they have come out flat as a pancake man flat hmm and they uh, do you know if they've been home or not um i don't know i mean just looking at the schedule a little bit i know new orleans came out flat against carolina um uh, kansas city came out flat against oakland last week um, Green Bay was flat. They came out of their bye week, but they were on the road. Um, just traditionally, these teams, uh, uh, Cleveland didn't look too hot, I think, right? Or they came out, they played the Texans, but they, they still didn't look great. Right. Um, yeah, traditionally, these teams, they come out flat after the bye weeks. I like, I, I feel pretty good about Buffalo. And then, like I said, I think the, the difference is that they had all 14 days, whatever it was, to think about, wow, we, we, we let up a game like that. So let's make sure that we finish. So I think that's going to be their theme, finish every play, finish every drive, finish the game. Um, and, yeah, like I said, fireworks, just points. <laughs> yeah, I like just points. Big plays. I like a lot of points in this one. Let's keep this thing going, Dom. Let's let's get some past some of the snoozers, man. This is like the turkey tryptophan Sunday carryover. Oh, oh man, there's a ton of snoozers this week, man. Tons of them. Um, let's let's start with Las Vegas at Atlanta. I mean that this is one of this is a snoozer for me. I got Vegas going in there and just calmly, slowly, methodically running the ball left and right winning like a like a 26 to 
thirteen game. I mean, Atlanta. Atlanta's offense is. Atlanta's offense, man, they're not efficient. Um, yeah, they've been playing better under Raheem Morris, but I think the Raiders are super focused. Gruden and Carr, they're not going to have a letdown spot here. They're going to take care of business. They're going to win. I think Atlanta's wheels are starting to fall off. They know their remaining schedule coming up. They're definitely looking ahead. They know they got the Bucks. They got the Saints. They they have another good team they got to play too. I don't know. They're, I, I I don't think they're going to win another game the rest of the season. I've got the Raiders winning 26-13. Wow. I I do not agree with you here. Um, to your credit, they came out flat after the bye last week at New Orleans. But even with Julio being a game-time decision and, and Gurley being a little banged up, I trust this Falcons team to – I'm going to tell you – I'm going to let everyone know right now. I, it, it's chalk for me this week. I don't have an upset. Wow. I'm not picking the upset in this one. I don't have I don't have the underdog the Falcons, um, but Tennessee's upset. I fully, okay, I didn't see the line on that. Um, I fully expect Atlanta to 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 give Las Vegas a run for their money. You know, I Las Vegas they I, I was I was happy that they that they were able to make that a good game against Kansas City, but I feel as though like I did not like I did but after the fact. Tennessee played Pittsburgh as tough as they did, almost went into overtime and went to Cincinnati and laid an egg the next week. And I think this game has some of the makings of that, man. You got a, um, we calling them a West Coast team, Las Vegas, a West Coast team, you know, traveling over to a different time zone, one o'clock kick, you know, they're, I mean, let's just be honest, their time of possession, it's, it's toward the bottom. You look, they're only running 44 plays, 57 plays sometimes. And it's like, what? I don't I don't understand that. Like, you know, it, it just seems like they should have the ball much more when they when they hand it off so much to Josh yeah. Jacobs and stuff. But that I don't it's just it's just something weird that it just does not make me trust Las Vegas to just, you know, be that team week in, week out to beat the teams that they're supposed to be supposed to be yeah um do i trust atlanta's offense not that much obviously they can't run the ball that great maybe they get it going this week you know um i don't have an upset i'm, I'm still picking the raiders 24 21 but i had to have a close game and this is my close game interesting pick game. interesting pick i can see it um Falcons, I got them covering. I see they're plus three. I got them covering that. But still losing. I hear you. I hear you. What's what's your snoozer game of the week, Dom? Gosh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The Giants at Cincinnati. The Browns at Jacksonville. And Miami at New York. I want to start with the Giants and Cincinnati, though. Yeah, let's talk about all three of those. They're all Yeah, I want to give – all of them, man. Oh, my gosh. I want to give Big Blue some credit, man. I really do. They've been playing. What they've been putting on film the last four or five weeks is a team that's energized, 
passionate, playing together. Mm-hmm. I saw Logan Ryan, I believe, is leading the NFC in free safety for uh, Pro Bowl voting at free safety. Wow. Um, I really, really expect them to go in there, keep the lead the whole time, have Daniel Jones, you know, he, you never know with him, but I expect him to play clean enough. I like Gallman to have a big day. I got the G-Men winning 27-12 to 12 because what in the world does Cincinnati have right now? Huh. You just lost your, your franchise player in terrible fashion. That was so unfortunate to see. What are they going to get up for? How in the world are they going to get up for this game? Ryan Finley has not looked good last year or this year. I just... They, I wish they, they probably wish they had Andy Dalton now, mm-hmm. but I just can't see this Bengals team putting anything together, especially with a Giants run run defense is stout, and the Bengals can't run the ball to save their lives. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll jump in, Tom. I mean, put a fork in the Bengals. Just put a fork in them, man. They are they're done. done. They they're are done. completely done. Uh, I'm not gonna waste more than a minute on this one. New York's has a ton of cohesion. They're playing well. They've got something to play for. And they know that they have a chance to get it. They're going to win this game easily. Easily. They might struggle to get out because they don't know how to play with a high lead. So it's going to be new territory. So it might take them a quarter and a half to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the, they'll be up ten to three. They'll be up thirteen to three in the second quarter and going to halftime thirteen to three and not know what to do with it. It struggled yep. like midway through the third, and then finally at the end of the third, get another touchdown. It'll be it'll be twenty to three, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is what we do." So, so <laughs> I, I got twenty six to three being the final. Oh wow! Yeah, Giants over the Bengals. I don't know if I gave my score twenty seven twelve Giants. I'll give. Cincinnati. I don't know how they're gonna get to twelve, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even a minute on that game, man. I'm gonna go to another um, snoozer. I I actually think the Miami Jets game is gonna be close, so I can't comment on that as a snoozer pick for me. So I'll go to Cleveland at Jacksonville. Um, it it's a little interesting game. It's still, it's, I still think Cleveland's just gonna roll in this one. People are talking about how Cleveland, you know, they, they don't really have a road win except for at Dallas or, you know, they don't know how to win on the road. They don't know how to win as a road favorite. Um, mm-hmm. I just want everybody to know this. Sometimes it's players. Sometimes it's coaching. Sometimes it's both. Yada, yada, yada. Kevin Stefanski is in that second tier of offensive geniuses, offensive masterminds. He's not in the Andy mm-hmm. Reid, Kyle Mc, uh, Shanahan, Sean McVay category, Sean Payton category yet. He's not up there, but he's in a tier right below. He's he's like mm-hmm. he's in that Gary Kubiak. Obviously, he came from the Gary Kubiak tree. Um, you know, he's right there in that category. Um, John Gruden's in that category. That second tier, really strong offensive minds. Um, they're going to control this game. Mike Glennon's awful. And even though they're missing Miles Garrett, they still got five sacks on Wentz last week. 
They're not going to have Denzel Ward this week either, the Browns' defense. Um, I don't think any of it matters. I think they're going to run the ball down Jacksonville's throat. I think a smooth, controlled game. I I, I think it's supposed to be uh, – I think it's crazy, man. The last three games in Cleveland has been either rainstorm, windstorm, or both. The mm-hmm. weather in Jacksonville, 10 mile per hour winds and 70% chance of rain, I believe, this Sunday. So it's like the bad weather keeps following the Browns. <laughs> so I think they're going to be able to score more points this time. I've, I've got them, I got 24 to 10 Cleveland. I just, I'm with you. It should be a smooth game, but they're in that Las Vegas category with me. Is that you just, you can't trust them to play smoothly. You know, you just, you, you kind of just have to wait for the kickoff to happen and then just see it. Other than. I do that, with Chubb, though, man. I do with Chubb. I know, I know the Houston Jackson game is kind of, you know, a bad one, but they were pretty much. Other than much. that two headed monster in the backfield, yeah. baby. Gosh, that is a smooth. Run game that is consistent yep. every week, man. Yeah, and that will be the deciding factor. Even if Baker throws a pick, even if he's getting sacked, even if the Jags are able to—I don't see Mike Glennon being able to move the ball too well. James Robinson will be his usual, you know, around 70, 80 rushing yards or whatever. He's been very nice. Um, Chark could give the Browns secondary some fits, he but could. even if all that stuff happens, they're going to wear Jacksonville down. Jacksonville, they're able to play. So the numbers say that they give up a lot of rushing yards, but then obviously, you know, we know that at times they play the run well. They do. They're they're much better at stopping the run than they are stopping the pass. Cleveland's much better at running it than they are throwing it. But no matter what, they'll be able to lean on Chubb. I don't care if it takes to the fourth quarter where they extend the lead. Yeah, they might score 14 points in the fourth quarter. It might be close until then. It might be, it might be, but eventually they will win the game by more than one one score. Yep. 27-16, I got brownies. Dom, let's transition to your snoozer in the Meadowlands. I don't I don't like this one at all, man. I mean Miami, I figured they'd go out there and, and, and not look great against Denver, but I still expected them to win, man. That was that was bad. I mean yeah. um so I have them refocusing back up and saying, all right, let's get it together. Um, I like Denver's defense. I, I still give the Jets defense a little bit of respect, but yeah. I like Denver's defense a little bit more, so I expect it to be an easier day offensively for the Fish. I like 30-10, to 10, man. I think wow. at some point in the game, they'll get back to that team that was full of life, having fun, like dolphins that are just, you know, swimming together and jumping out of the water. That's how they were those that during that five game win streak. And then in Denver, it just was, I guess it was, you know, frozen water. They weren't doing any. I think at some point in this game, they do that again. Yeah. Swimming together, jumping in and out of the water, full of excitement. Hey, let's have fun while we're doing this again. 30 to 10. Yeah, I am flirting with an upset pick right here. I really am. Um, If Darnold plays, it changes everything. I mean, literally, it's almost a coin flip game, in my opinion. Um, It's like 
the complete opposite for both sides. Uh, it's funny. I do respect the Chiefs. I mean, not the Chiefs. Sorry, the Jets' defense. But I look at the amount of points they give up every week. It's like, yeah, I like Greg Williams. I, I like some pieces on the Jets. I feel like they play well some weeks, but then they still give up a ton of points. Luckily for them, this Dolphins offense is highly overrated. Um, offensive line is nothing impressive. Um, the wide receiving core isn't that great, especially with Preston Williams out. They really don't have a great running back. They're like putting random guys I've never heard of back there. Um, and then two is not. I don't know. He's just not playing great. I mean, he hasn't put up good numbers his three starts. So that leads me when, when it smells fishy, man, it is fishy. And this one's got <laughs> fishy written all over it. Frank Gore came out, said he's not going out. Owen 16. I guess that he's alluding to his, like, this is his actual final year. And he right. said, he's not going out like that. Um, I don't know if they win this one because I do like Flores um, focusing this group. But at the same time, man, if Darnold is playing, gosh, I am teetering back and forth on picking the Jets over the fish. I got a close one nonetheless. I've, I've got I've got 23-21 fish over the Jets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, that's my – Dom, let's uh, – so you got no upsets except for the Titans, right? None. Okay, well, let's keep this train moving then. Um, let's go. What's what's your drubbing game of the week? Drubbing. I kind of like the Rams. Well, Miami, I had them winning by, by 20. Yeah, yeah, you could put um, them in there, yeah. I like the Rams, but I'm going to go... We'll get to that game. I'm going to go with the Vikings and Panthers, wow, man. Wow, man. People I've got are this really just, <laughs> just throwing the Panthers under the bus, man. I, I don't get it. I I've am, heard it from a couple people. I'm throwing them underneath there, man. I feel like... Teddy Two Gloves returned to Minneapolis, and you're throwing Teddy under the bus? Is it, is it for sure that he's going to oh, play? Oh, he's playing, baby. Oh, that might that might have me change change my thought a little bit, but I did see McCaffrey is likely out, and that gave me a little bit more confidence. Yeah, when he I saw is likely that. out, but he's practicing this week. Right. Well, if those two were out, I was gonna jump all over this one as Minnesota again. However, I'm gonna still I'm gonna stick with it. I'm 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 not gonna shy away. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand my ground. Yeah. And pick this one to be a mini drubbing alert because your boy, Big Hen, even saying Dalvin Cook is the best I running back. I saw that this morning. I saw that. I got hype over he it. He is, he is a machine right now. E, a machine. Yeah, he's the best in the league, man. And, and Adam Thielen is just going crazy. Adam he's Thielen's not touchdowns. playing this week. I don't think. Whoa, whoa, he's on the COVID whoa, whoa. list. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. Well, he's still got a few games. <laughs> Nonetheless, that doesn't take away Kirky. Justin Jefferson. And it just does not take away from the freaking zone that Dalvin is in right Kirky. now, man. The guy can't be stopped. And the Panthers certainly don't have the personnel to stop him. 
they're going to, I think he's going to run wild. I think he's going to catch passes. Like, and I expect that defense. So the Vikings defense, uh, they let Dallas just do everything they wanted against them. I think that lights a fire that Zimmer is like, we can't let this, you know what I'm saying? Because Vikings, we were just talking about how, you know, they piece together some wins and they're sitting comfortably knowing like the wild card is certainly a possibility. Now, you know, it's like, we can't even be comfortable that the wild card, you know, so I expect them to come bounce back in a tremendous way. And I'm going to stand my ground. I got a score. Uh, I expect that defense to, to come out, especially I was expecting PJ Walker to go out there and start. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought they were going to eat him alive. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it though. 28 to 12 in, 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 uh, and I do expect the defense still too, though, to, to, Get an interception or two. Get some fum. Get some fumbles. Yeah. I'm gonna stand my ground. Twenty-eight, twelve. I love both of these head coaches. I love Zimmer. Love Matt Rule. This one's gonna be back and forth football action, man. Uh, this one's gonna be points. This one's gonna be similar to Dallas and many last week. Carolina. I, I was speaking to you off the air last week about how Shaq Thompson was yelling after the Buccaneers lost at the team, cursing them out. Mm-hmm. And what happens? They pitch a shutout, man, with the XFL quarterback. I mean, come on, Carolina. They are going to come out ready to play. They're not going to lay an egg. Teddy coming back to Minneapolis. Man, I am, I am on the fence with this one. I think Carolina... They are a live dog, man. They they are live, baby. I'm telling you. They have a great chance of winning this game. I got this one close, especially if Thielen's not playing. Um, I'm with you, though. Dalvin Cook, the one-man wrecking wrecking show, he's going to have probably, probably 180 total yards, maybe even crack 200 again. For sure. Probably two touchdowns, maybe even three. I've got 28-27. I don't want to pick the Vikings, but I'm picking them, man. I, I really think Panthers might win this one, but Minnesota has a little bit more to play for, but that, but Carolina's going to – they're going to come with thinking they got a lot to play for. It's going to be a close game, really close one. Minnesota 28-27. They finally rebound at home. The crazy thing is, now that I think about it, this is why I liked the Vikings last week against the Cowboys, but I still don't feel great about it. I don't think Minnesota's won at home, except for against the Lions. Um, (laughs) They have dropped the ball at home. I mean, they've had some bad losses at home, so I I don't think that's going to continue. That's why I think they're going to win barely, really closely. I think they're due for another home win. Um... You, you're exactly right. They've lost to Dallas at home. They beat Detroit. They lost to Atlanta at home. When Atlanta was awful. Lost. I mean, Atlanta was awful they, during that. That was awful. Their, yeah, that was bad. They blew. They blew the lead they had against Tennessee at home. Yeah, and then they lost the opener to the Packers. Wow. Yup. Yeah, man. They have. Uh, they've. They've been messing up at home. Um. Yeah, I like a close one in that one. I really do, especially with Thielen out. Um, let's keep the, let's lock out this last one o'clock game. And talking about fishy, 
I mean, we're talking about turkey today, smells. Man, this one's got weird smells written all over it. Arizona Cardinals at New England Patriots, Dom. Take it away. Yeah, that, that's the perfect way to describe this one. Weird. I don't know what to think about this one. I um, For some reason, my mind went straight to Chase Edmonds. Straight to Chase Edmonds when I was when I was going over this game. Let's use Chase Edmonds. Let's get him matched up on some linebackers. You know the Patriots are gonna play a ton of man. Expect Gilmore on DeAndre Hopkins the whole game. Yep. Um I just I don't expect big plays from this game, really. I mean the Patriots never really have fifty yard passes or long runs, you know. Cardinals, they surprised me with the way that they um, throw the ball more downfield more this year. But against New England, I don't see them doing that. I think that if the way they win this game is by getting a lot of first downs. I think their number needs to be 25 first downs. That's That should be their number. Where Kyler is scrambling, I expect them to have a spy. I don't so know that's if he's going to scramble with that shoulder injury. Yeah, that's that's the questionable he, he thing. He stopped running against Seattle. Um once he got that injuries that that's it's just a weird game right. man that's that's why it's very weird it's very questionable it's shaky at new england one o'clock like why is this game being played at one o'clock you kind of expect this to be like a four o'clock or something it is it's weird it is i don't understand why the pittsburgh game was on four o'clock like there's only three four o'clock games they they should have had four well they couldn't yeah they couldn't get rid of that kansas city tampa bay matchup yeah, this yeah. it was supposed to be prime time. That really sucks, but yeah, this Arizona one. I'm picking the Cardinals 29-20. Like I said, I can't get over this Chase Edmonds thing. <laughs> I feel like he's gonna have a few runs. Obviously, Drake. I mean, the Patriots haven't stopped the run that well throughout the season. I think they gotten a little better the last few weeks, but um, I like Edmonds to have more juice than Drake. I expect him to get a lot of first downs. I think Larry Fitz even has like an eight-catch game because all the attention that DeAndre Hopkins will attract. But at the end of the day, I just I can't pick New England just because I, I can't see that offense scoring points. And like, gosh, I, that's such a terrible yeah. offense to watch. Terrible, terrible. And I think maybe, you know, Arizona helps themselves out field position-wise on a few possessions or something or turnovers or something like that. So I'm going to end up picking the Cardinals. 29-20. I'm very, very interested to see, like you said, does Kyler run in this game? Do the Patriots have a spy for him? Even if they have a spy, do they have someone who's capable? So, mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. I'm not going to... I'm not going to go against Bill Belichick at home with pretty much everybody healthy relatively. Um... Last week was concerning because they want to run the ball, and they weren't down the entire game. So, I mean, no one can tell me, yeah, they didn't run the ball well because they were throwing from behind the whole game. Yeah, they were behind most of the game, but, I mean, it was still one-possession ball game. One-possession ball games, you you got your whole offensive playbook open, and they couldn't run the ball against the worst run defense in the NFL last week against the Texans. And that was one of the most concerning things um, in that game, and – I mean, luckily, Arizona's not very good defensively. I mean, they're just not. They're not good. They give up points. They give up yards. I don't know if it's Vance Joseph's fault. I don't know if it's personnel. I lean Vance Joseph's fault. 
because um, I think they have some talent, even though they had some key injuries this year. Um, Bill Belichick's going to have a he's going to have a scheme ready for Kyler. Uh, Cardinals don't run the ball very well. They will be throwing a lot in this game. Uh, clear skies, sunny conditions. I, I don't think a lot of wind in this game. Um, so they're gonna they're they're gonna put up some points, but I don't think Kyler's gonna be running the ball that much. I think this shoulder situation is definitely something to monitor, and I think New England's gonna bounce back in this one. I do. I actually am gonna pick the Patriots to win. Wow. I'm on one today, Dom. It's I got smells and turkey on my mind, and I don't know, man. I got the Patriots. Winning 24-23. I got Cam in the run game coming back against a bad Arizona defense. I think it's just something that stadium, man, even though Tom Brady's not in there, there's something about the Northeast. I mean, you know, when we've ever played in the Northeast, it's just a weird feel up there, man. It feels like you're almost alone up there. It feels like the other team has such a huge advantage. Like, I mean, we lost to New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Maine. I mean, it's just weird. Every time we played up there, it just felt weird. The sky looks different up there. It's, I mean, it's, it's like a shell. It's going to be a shock for the Cardinals, man. I mean, you you think, like, oh, yeah, we're ready, we're ready, and then you get out on the field, and it just it feels weird. And I've got New England, a 1 o'clock game. I got them winning close at the end, 24-23. I like your take, and you, you, you describe it very well, that feeling – in the New England region. It's like a twilight is. zone, man. It's weird <laughs> up there. It is. That sky, you, you, you hit on it. It's like that, to me, I can't see the sky being any different up there. No. Than like just a little bit little bit of clouds covering the sun where yeah. it's still like, you know, shining. Bright, bright and every blue once in a while. skies. Like, like yeah. Weird blue. It's, it's very weird Weird up there. blue with a little gray hint in it. The sun will come out for maybe 10 minutes and go behind right, another cloud right. and hide. This time of year, the wind's blowing. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I've, it's a it's a trap spot, man. Cardinals coming off a long week. Kyle, it's 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 got it's smelly, man. It's big time smelly. I I got the pet pats in that one. Um, but that's why I think with a few extra days to prepare, I think that's why. And against man coverage, I think yeah, Kingsbury will be able to. We'll see a route combination that just we'll put the Kingsbury you know, against the master, man. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah. Um, all right, so we actually didn't touch any of the 4 o'clock games or the primetime games. So we're actually kind of strangely going uh, on the list on order by time. So let's let's head over to the 4 o'clock games. Um, I like all three of these 4 o'clock games a lot. I, one of the things I love about football Sundays, Dom, um, is just exciting 1 o'clock games. It's almost like too much of an adrenaline rush. There's just so much going on. But then I love right. just really entertaining, steady 4 o'clock games. And this is what we're getting this week. Just really steady, really great games at the 4 o'clock slate. Uh, let's start with Denver hosting the New Orleans Saints. What's your take on this one? I, I disagree. To me, <clears throat> I don't I don't plan to watch that one at all. Like just track that and that one is a weird one for me man i don't like it i don't like the saints on the road this should, that's that's i'm not picking denver but i like it to be close i got the saints 26 20 but i don't like 
the the colors in that game. I don't like the Saints playing outside. Every time they yeah. play outside, to me, it just doesn't feel right. Denver getting that win last week, but their offense is so ugly. This is a close one. I think they covered a spread. They're plus six. I think they covered that 26-20, but to me, it's just ugly. I don't even – this is going to be one of those, to me, I feel like, you know, especially being um, – AFC versus NFC game. Yeah. Next year we'll be like, wait, the Saints played the Broncos last year. Yeah. Like, what happened in that right. one? Right. I just, I don't see much going on. I like Michael Thomas. I like the way Taysom Hill was finding him last week. Um, I expect Sean Payton to move him around as usual, yeah. but this one just, I don't have any excitement toward this one at all. Yeah, I'll jump in here. Um, it's got, the whole key with this game is. Is Denver's offense going to be able to do anything against the Saints' defense? Now, the Saints' defense, it's its so annoying, Dom. It's so annoying. I mean, there's so many things that I picked before the season. I was like, yeah, this player is going to be good. This defense is going to be good. And it's the same thing with the Saints' defense. It's so annoying. They had all the talent, all three levels, great run defense, talent in the secondary, why did they not put it together those first eight weeks? I have no idea, man. And now, the last, like, four weeks or three weeks, whatever it is, they're playing lights out. I mean, lights out. And so, it's like, what's up with them? Are they legit or are they not legit? And this is a good test right here, actually. Not not because of Denver's offense, but because they're outside it's a weird spot. They've got Atlanta next week after they just played them last week. Um, and are they going to have a letdown spot here? So if the defense lets down, um, Denver's got some weapons to move the ball. And Drew Locke is capable of putting some good drives together. I mean, he puts three good drives together. I mean, I, I like your I like your prediction. I mean, that's kind of right where I'm going with it. Um and then is uh, are the Saints going to be able to actually put touchdowns on the board against the Broncos, or is this going to be a Will Lutz kind of day? Um, I've got New Orleans winning this too. Feels weird. It doesn't. It doesn't feel or smell as fishy as the other ones. And in fact, it, like my smell radar on this one is kind of just hey. I mean, Saints are going to find a way to win this one. Um, I'm going to go. 23 i got a lot of will lutz field goals in this one i'll go 20 now i'll go 22 a lot of will lutz field goals field goals i'll go 22 to 14 saints over the broncos let's uh we got one more four o'clock game we can't go to the to the last one because that's a heavyweight bout uh san francisco at los angeles dom another game i'm not too excited about it's better than new orleans and denver um Revenge, revenge. That's all that's on the Rams' mind, yeah. I think. And I think they get it. I got a, I got an ugly score, 25-13. Yep. You know, 49ers aren't just going to lay down, but that Rams defense, as you as we've talked about before, some weeks, man, they are just lights out. 49ers won't be able to move the ball on them too much this week. So, 25-13. Um, I like Malcolm Brown, though. He plays well like at Malcolm home. Brown. He, for some reason, he plays really well at home. 
Yeah, he plays well. He's they're gonna need him. You know, he's the big back. He's the bully back. San Fran they want to be a bully defense. So uh, I like Malcolm Brown in this one. I don't like Goff to have that greatest stats, but just to do enough. You know, you know what the story is with him. Yeah, man. So he's, he's so so cow, man. He just nonchalant. So so bro, like. So much. I mean, I was watching that Monday Dude. Night Football game. I don't know what he was doing. He almost gave the game away two times. <laughs> and yep. it's like he doesn't even get upset. He gets like he has this like weird face. Um, he doesn't. It's just weird, man. Twenty five thirteen. I don't want to spend much time on that one. Yeah, I'm with you, Dom. I don't want to spend a lot of time on either. Nick Mullins is going to start. Jimmy Garoppolo looks to come back uh, in. Um, December sometime in December um <clears throat> the only interesting thing is is that Mostert looks like he's gonna come back mm. and that changes everything man that he I, I'm not gonna sound crazy but he's like what Dalvin Cook is to the Vikings off I mean for this 49ers offense I mean he makes that thing tick if he is playing I mean he was the reason they were they got up to a big lead the first meeting and then he got hurt and then he went on IR um if he plays and his workload's the same 15 carries maybe three receptions that's going to give Mullins a chance in this one um, but I don't think it's going to matter. Really don't. I'm with you. 49ers coming off of the bye week. They're going to be flat. I got the Rams winning. That defense is legit, man. I, I can't believe I thought that defense wasn't legit at the beginning of the season. Um, I thought them losing Corey Littleton, um, losing some safeties. Leonard Floyd has always been underwhelming, but Man, that defense is legit, man. It's legit. I got to give them credit. They're uh, borderline top five defense in the NFL. Um, I got the Rams and a little bit of a snoozer. I got it 20. Uh, no, nah, I got San Francisco. They'll score some points. I got 24-17, but San Francisco scores one late. Uh, Los Angeles okay. pretty much in control the whole game. Um, let's jump to the primetime games and then we'll come back. We'll circle the wagons like the Buffalo Bills for the heavyweight bout. Let's start with the Sunday night football game, Dom. Bears at Packers. The Chicago Bears. <laughs> Going to Lambo, man. That's what the NFL was like built on, wasn't it? Pretty much, man. Hollis and Lombardi. Gosh, man. I just won't ever, ever, ever like their Chicago offense with those two quarterbacks. Mitch is going to play, man. Money, Mitch. Money, uh, Mitch. <laughs> Give me the Packers 24 to 20. I never, ever will trust the Bears defense to get Bears run offense against even a bad Packers run defense. I won't trust yep. them. I can't trust them. Yep. How can you? Like, you can't. Um, Rodgers, I mean, you know, losing last week, that losing that lead, that wasn't good. But 
I don't I don't have much to say about Green Bay. Like I think the Bears are coming off the bye week, gonna really focus in on Devontae Adams. I don't know if MVS steps up, maybe Lazard. Yeah, I like Lazard, um, yeah. I think it's gonna be a tough twenty four points to come by for Green Bay. But nonetheless, Aaron Rodgers always does it and it seems to feel <laughs> has that feel like no matter what, he's gonna create he's gonna something. Create something yeah. He's going to create something, especially against Chicago. How many highlight moments does he have against them where he just rips their heart out? Yep. Um, on Sunday night, too? Yep. Oh, that's just a recipe for for Rodgers to <laughs> – that's just a recipe for Rodgers to be Rodgers against them. 24-20, to 20, it's just such an ugly Bears offense. It's terrible for the Eddie Jacksons yeah. and the – Kyle Fuller's Akeem Hicks. It's just terrible for him, man. Yeah. Um I think Aaron's gonna get to twenty seven points. Um I've I've watched the Bears defense a lot. They're really good. I mean there's no questioning that. But they come up really big right on the fringe of almost giving up thirty points. I mean, they've almost given up thirty points like four weeks in a row or four out of the last six weeks. And they've just had some like really crazy breaks where like they don't give it up. So I think Rodgers flirts with it. I think mm-hmm. 27, 28 points somewhere in there. Might might even get four touchdowns. Might even get to 31. I've got that. And I think they're going to score points because I think Money Mitch, I think he's going to open up the offense a little bit better, uh, more and they're going to do better. And I've got Chicago scoring 23 points. I've got them moving the ball. That Packers defense is not good at all. I've got the Packers. Tw- uh, I'll go thirty-one. I'll get. I'll get them up above thirty-one. Thirty-one to twenty-three. The Pack. Go Pack. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse. It's horrible, man. That that chant is horrible. Um. Uh, <laughs> Let's move to Philadelphia, the Eagles, Monday night matchup, Seattle Seahawks, probably the two ugliest jerseys in the NFL, man. Just they <laughs> both look alike. They're just gray, green. This seems like it's an annual matchup. It's annoying. I don't like this matchup. I'm not looking forward to it at all. I'm curious to know how many times they've played each other, including the playoffs in the last 10 years. It seems like it's an annual it's matchup, weird. and to be honest... I feel like I remember quite a few like Monday night or Sunday night games with these two. Also, yeah. It's also interesting if the playoffs were to start today. This is the matchup: Seattle traveling to Philly, mm. unfortunately, because they're the divisional leader. So weird. Um, so I actually expect this one to be pretty good, like a pretty good Monday night showing. Um, Seattle's defense, very interesting stat. They've had at least three sacks in the last four games. Yeah, loss. I don't know how much. Uh, or Dunlap, sorry, not Lawson. Yeah, Dunlap. I don't know how much. Like, is he just? He's a walking three sacks. I know he doesn't have all the three sacks, but is the pressure that he's getting, you know, allowing? Is he that good? <laughs> I don't know. He, <laughs> he's been playing well, man. They've been getting some sacks, man. They still giving up a ton of yards. So I like the Eagles to maybe find a little bit of um, rhythm somehow, some way yeah. to be able to get some yards. Um, but they're not they're not gonna stop Russ. No. They got a good run defense in Philly, but they're not gonna stop Russ. No. Not gonna stop DK, Tyler Lockett. I got 
Seattle 28-24, but if you get if you get that a four point game, that'd be a real nice Monday night showing. And in fact, I think the Eagles are, are getting juiced up for this one, fired up, extra day to prepare, and also looking at it, realizing like, hey, if, if we want to be a playoff team, this might be one of the teams that we get, and they might you know have to come here. So let's really really focus and take this one seriously. Yeah. So I'm still picking Seattle, but 28-24. Yeah, I want to pick, man, if the Eagles gave me any reason to believe in them, if Carson Wentz gave me any bit of hope, this one would have been smelly, 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 man. This one would have been Eagles all the way. But until Carson Wentz shows me that he knows how to be a quarterback at any level, I can't pick them, man. I want to pick them. I wanted. I picked them to win. I think the last two weeks against the Browns and the Giants. And I mean, the, Carson Wentz is a train wreck. I have no idea what that guy thinks, man. He's got like all the tools, and then he's he's like he's becoming Jimmy Garoppolo. He's becoming the master of panic. I, I mean, gosh, man, you can run. It's like, I don't understand why he doesn't run and take off. Maybe because he's afraid to get his knee hurt or like Doug Peterson doesn't want him to do that anymore. Um, but I think he needs to run more. He needs to create more. That's when he's at his best. It's not when he's in the pocket sitting there trying to like throw because he's not, he's not the most accurate quarterback. He makes a couple great throws here and there. Um, He's got a matchup. I mean, everything would point and lean Philly on Monday night. And who knows? Maybe they finally put it together. I wouldn't put it past them. But I'm with you. Until that happens, until I actually see Carson play better, I can't pick the Eagles. So if I'm handcuffed to the, to the Seahawks, I'm going to pick the Seahawks. Um, pretty similar score, Dom. Um, I'll go 29-24. Uh, Seahawks over the Eagles. And that brings us to the heavyweight bout of the week. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Dom, go ahead, man. Take it away. Kansas City at Tampa Bay. I don't think it's me taking it away. I think it's Mahomes taking it away. Wow. Jared Goff just <laughs> threw the ball 51 times against Tampa Bay Monday night for over 300 yards. I mean, how in the world does Mahomes not you know, match that, probably get 400 yards. Yeah. Like, this, I feel, earlier, um, back in the summer, looking at this game, I was like, wow, this is nice. Like, I re- I enjoy this one. Four o'clock, CBS, Romo, Nance, this is going to be beautiful. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be so fun. <laughs> but, um, I do like the Chiefs comfortably man i really do i think mahomes just tosses it all around the yard whoever you want yeah um i kind of i guess i don't know can devin white and levante david slow kelsey down he's on fire this year Mm -hmm. i think so but who in the world is going to slow tyree hill down sammy Watkins should play right i don't know man i feel like he should have played like the past month and he hasn't Uh, he i think he's gonna play I, i i'm i'm hopeful well, either way, I think I think this is the Mahomes show, man. I like Tyreek Hill. I like the Chiefs to get loose. Um, I got the Chiefs 34-24. I like Brady still to you know be able to find. I thought that was very very interesting that you know Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown last week 
like all what were like five between five and seven catches for all of them yeah. over fifty some yards. Like that was yeah. you know yeah. if you if you wanted to draw it up spreading the ball around like that, that's 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 kind of how you wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, two of them scoring Godwin and Mike Evans. So I think they'll be able to do do that again. Um, but yeah, there's just there's just not enough there. And this is the thing. Looking at the stats, it pains me that Tampa Bay last year. I mean, I I understand Tom's age. Yeah. But last year, Tampa Bay, James averaged like 8.2 yards per attempt. And Brady has brought that New England dink and dunk stuff over here. Like, I don't understand. How in the world are they not? Like, he missed A.B. I think it was a drop that A.B. had against, against the Rams Monday night. But, like, how in the world are they not going over top of people more with Mike Evans? Or at least you just, you know, like those back 20-yard back shoulder fades or, or something like that. That just, that bothers me that I say I don't see them threatening people downfield as much. I've got the answers, Dom. I've got the answers. I watched Tampa Bay very intently on Monday night. Because I haven't, I've seen them in snippets throughout the year, but I wanted to see, you know, what the heck was going on with them. I wanted to see what's really going on with Brady, what's up with the defense. Tampa Bay's coaching staff, they coached really poorly on Monday night. And I think it definitely was a little bit of Tom. Tom has looked uh, out of sync, but. The play calling was really bad by Byron Leftwich, and I like Byron Leftwich. I think he's really good. I think he's like in that second tier as well with uh, Stefanski from the Browns. But oh, really? Yeah, I do. I think or, or he's he's in that third tier. He's he's on the fringe. He's up and coming for sure. Um, he's right in that second tier for me in the bottom half of that second tier. I've in the defense, man. Oh my gosh. The reason why Goff threw for 360 yards or whatever it was, or almost 400, they didn't blitz him. I have no idea what um, Todd Bowles was doing. I have no idea. They literally rushed four, dropped seven the entire game. I mean, I, th- I think I can count on one hand when they tried to blitz Goff. And just as a Steeler fan watching the Steelers play Goff last year, Pittsburgh blitzed him every single play and won with Duck Hodges as the quarterback or Mason Rudolph, whoever it was. It was like they blitzed him every single play, man, every single play. And the Buccaneers did not do that. So that that's the reason why Goff went, went off. So if Tampa Bay actually blitzes, now, again, they don't trust their corners because, I mean, Carl – Carlton Davis, Murphy Bunning, I mean, all, all those guys, they are bad, man. They just look lost back there. Um, the safeties are, you know, average, up and coming. So I get it, but you've got to blitz. You've got you to bring the house every now and then. You've got to do it. Um, it's the bread and butter of your defense. I mean, if four's not getting there, you got to bring six. So I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Um, that's the first thing. The coaching was awful. Um so the coaching's better, and again, I don't know if it's going to be, but that's why I'm going to go with Kansas City in this one is because I just – until it's kind of like the Eagles. Until the Buccaneers coaching staff shows me, like, hey, they know what they're doing, um, 
I got to go with Kansas City. I got to. Uh, I'm going to go. I still, I'm going to give Tampa Bay some credit. I think they're going to put some things together. I, I got Tampa Bay scoring at least 28 points because the Chiefs defense isn't very uh, congruent, cohesive right now. I've got the Chiefs 33, Tampa Bay 28. All right. I don't. I don't see us. Um, help me. Help me understand. I think you've picked every everything chalk as well, minus New England. You picked New England over Arizona, right? I picked New England over Arizona. The Chargers over the Bills. Oh, that's right. That's right. I knew I forgot that one. Other than that, we got everything. I flirted with Carolina and the Jets. I flirted with them hard. Okay, so we got two differences. Other than that, everything is. Lining up. Yeah, everything lining up. Great week. Everybody, thanks for listening. As always, enjoy your turkey. Enjoy your Thanksgiving games. Dom, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.